0: It's Friday, which means we've made it to the recap with myself and Chris Michaels. So sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. America emboldened.
1: Greg, I feel emboldened. You don't know the founding fathers. You don't know what they do. You don't know what they sacrificed.
0: We have lost touch with the principles in the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism, and you got what you voted for. Welcome, bold Americans, to another episode of America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here and Chris Michaels, because it is Friday and we're doing our weekly wrap-up. And what a week it has been. Donald Trump has been indicted. Once again, Devin Archer is spilling the beans all about his relationship with Hunter Biden and how he was in the deals with China, with Joe Biden talking to the previous president when he was vice president. Mike Pence is now chattering up as if he has some type of uh, following. I'm not quite sure what he's doing. And we have the agreeing to a debate with governor newsom and i have no idea why he wants to do that unless governor newsom setting himself up for a presidential run plus we have alien technology from what i believe chris michaels and i both believe it is with lk 99 the biggest story that's not all over your news right now we're going to cover all that coming right up here but first i got to say hello to my good friend chris michaels chris how you doing this week
1: hi greg I am fantastic. I have the official program observer, Chi-Chi the Parakeet, here with me, too. So she may chime in. Hello, Chi-Chi. Whenever she's she's disgruntled. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What an exciting week.
0: I know, right? Holy cow. This is what podcasters live for. We live for these type of moments
1: wow this came out i think i sent this to you so what do you want to start with first i mean we've got a smorgasbord of stuff
0: i know right and i didn't even get into all the good stuff i just went with like the things that i'm like oh i think listeners want to hear about this
1: let's Uh, talk about something smutty first anything along those lines yeah go right ahead what do you what do you got you got something for me Uh, no i was wondering if you had something (laughs) Uh, well yeah i do actually
0: so i'm not sure if you saw this but mia khalifa former adult film star is now giving young ladies advice on how to get out of their marriages, stating that marriage in the 21st century is not this romantic thing, that it's supposed to be something that makes you happy. It's supposed to be something that there's a lot for you. Obviously, Mia Khalifa was never in a successful marriage because a marriage is work. A marriage can be difficult. A marriage can feel lonely at times. It is not perfect. It takes work to make them work. You shouldn't just give up on it. Because it's not going the fairy tale way. But why are we listening to an adult film star on marriage advice? And why is that what is going viral on Twitter and TikTok? Why are people sharing this?
1: Well, I can... I'm
0: giving you smut at the top.
1: <laughs> well, I can assume. She knows the inner machinations of men and what they really want. So she is a scholar in my book. I mean, she probably knows how to satisfy two, three, four men at one time. Knows how to make them feel special.
0: Maybe and- she should go to Utah. <laughs> Maybe her marriage would be better
1: there. Oh, I wonder if she knows Stormy Daniels. Maybe those two can get together and write a book. <laughs> <laughs> I- what are we talking about? Why are we allowing polygamists to dictate what a marriage should be? Because that's essentially what she is, right? She's a mm-hmm. partier. She's, a, she's yeah. a party girl.
0: She's been married twice, divorced twice, and she got engaged once and called off the engagement and then bragged on her Twitter TikTok that she got to keep the ring.
1: Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> She got something out of it. Yes, She's
0: looking currently for her next ring. I mean, next engagement. I mean, oh, next husband. Yes, I mean yes,
1: of course. Yeah. Next job. She's looking for the next big thing. Now, she, she, it, she
0: did retire from pornography, apparently. Oh, but, you know, so there's why?
1: that.
0: Um, apparently, like you reached the end of your useful life in that in that world. And she had reached the end of her useful life.
1: She's all worn out. But according Ooh. to her,
0: she just was tired of it. But it was disgusting that it was a disgusting industry that she needed to break out of.
1: Probably like use taffy down there. You'll have to wait till <laughs> next
0: week when we have Mia Khalifa on the show. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> you can ask yeah, yourself, oh.
0: Chris. Actually, we should try the Booker. You know what? Damn it, cool, let's funny. go. Oh, I don't care. We can do the
1: old shock talk thing. We can exactly. have lesbians kissing on the radio. Oh God, no. <laughs> we'll do the theater of the minds.
0: like all we gotta do is watch a, just watch a Bud Light commercial. We can see that.
1: <laughs> oh, hey, oh, how, how about Bud, Bud Light? Light? Yeah, they, yeah, they, 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 yeah. They fired like. A lot of people,
0: they let them go because they
1: don't have the money. Right. But then they said, oh, the earnings was a lot better than what we expected <laughs> today. So everything's all right. It could have been a lot worse. That's well, why what we they sent layoff? people like 4, on vacation. People?
0: Yeah, 4,000. They'd sent people on vacation a little bit early, you know, a permanent vacation at that. Ugh. Man, you know, oh, man.
1: Screw that. I, I, listen, I haven't drank a Bud Light in years Years probably, and that's why you have high testosterone. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yeah, I'm just oozing it. In fact, you know what? You're not wrong because it's hot where I am right now, and I'm (laughs) drenched in
0: in college back in like 99, 2000. We called that girl's light. That was our nickname for it back then. (laughs) I mean, some things just haven't changed. So if you're a Bud Light drinker and you listen to my show, you know, I'm sorry, but it it tastes like water mixed in with a little bit of urine. So I'm sorry that you have cheap taste in your beer.
1: And you have to drink it fast.
0: Yeah. Otherwise, we'll find a beer sponsor for that. You know, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. We'll be like, or, you know, some good
1: get the worst IPA you can think of. You know, just this bitter swill that you would sooner find at the bottom of an oil, <laughs> an oil drum. Oh, God, I can't stand IPAs. I, can, I get heartburn for days after an IPA.
0: Well, apparently they say that if the people that like IPAs, have, Don't have a taste psych- buds. well, they have a psychotic tendency. So there's a, <laughs> a study that, yes, I'm not making this up. There's a study that says that if you drink an IPA, that you are actually more uh, inclined to have some type of a psychotic disorder.
1: (laughs) That makes perfect sense because you'd have to have a psychotic disorder to enjoy that swill.
0: Yeah. So, so just, just before like, you're like, Oh man, Bolden's making up stuff on the show right now. Um, So if you're a big fan of bitter drinks, such as IPAs, Negronis, uh, Boulevardiers, I don't even know how you say that. uh, Scientists at the university of Innsbruck in Austria uncovered that you're more, uh, also more likely to exhibit malevolent personality traits. The same is true if you crave black coffee or tonic water. Basically, oh, no. you're a psycho.
1: Oh, man. I drink black coffee. <laughs> there it is. Trouble.
0: I, I, I put the story right up there in front of you. So you can see. I know.
1: I see it. I'm reading it. I don't want to read it. I can only imagine what this says about me. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Reiki master and black coffee drinker. Yeah. He's not a psychopath. But... <laughs> But here's, here's something funny that yes. I read today. I sent it to you about yep. Devin Archer, uh, which I would suspect he's possibly a psychopath. Um, just the way he looks and the way he was uh, portraying himself and his mannerisms when he was speaking to Tucker Carlson. He's obviously gotten plastic surgery done, and he looks as though he's got this weird glint in his eye. Right. And he just made me very unnerved. So this was from Truth Ninja.
0: Oh, hold on. Stop my share so you can read it. Go ahead.
1: Over on uh, over on Twitter. And it's a bit lengthy, but it is damning. Devin Archer met Zlochevsky in Moscow the day Putin invaded Crimea. So that's, that's recent. That's in the last couple of yes. years. A month later, Devin would meet with Joe Biden in the West Wing of the White House with one day's scheduling notice. And he cites the White House visitor logs. When have you you ever heard somebody just say, hey, I need to get to the West Wing. What can we do? Come by tomorrow.
0: I mean, they told me to stop in the bar. I mean, like, I don't know about you, but I'm I'm welcome. (laughs) Please continue reading because the pretense for that meeting is even better.
1: On the pretense of a school project for his son. (laughs) (laughs) He's five years
0: old. (laughs) A like,
1: school project, okay
0: Hunter's <laughs> got the school project, I need to meet with you tomorrow <laughs> Oh sure, absolutely
1: Macaroni art maybe Oh, I know what we're going to do We're going to do turkeys out of our hands to Trace that's... our hands and make a little turkey art
0: Hey, Maybe maybe we can have him put his nose up against the paper Oh wait a minute, that's something else
1: <laughs> No, no, he puts his nose up against mirrors, mirrors. And leaves that <laughs> And leaves that in the library
0: uh, Well, uh, it's, it's one way to fingerprint him <laughs>
1: Devin was already on the board And Hunter would be on the board Of Zlachevsky's company days later Joe Biden Would be in charge
0: Just a coincidence
1: Yeah, it's all very serendipitous Correlation causation (laughs) Joe Biden would be in charge Of the Ukraine for the US And fly there a few days later After his meeting with Devin Archer Promising resources And expertise for fracking
0: I think mm-hmm. he put a couple letters wrong on there, but it the, could be. The, the R and the A. I, I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> keep going, <laughs> I know I know some of his uh, professional goals on his computer were not fracking, but another
1: word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Continue on. <laughs> he, he mixed up a few vowels and consonants. You didn't, know you, were the, you didn't know
0: you were getting the side comedy today, did you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's keep going. Sorry. For the uninitiated. No, what do you? I hope you didn't go on mute. You always no, do want muted. to step on a laugh. No, so if you got a laugh, you do it. No, I'm for, <laughs> the uniniti- hear you. <laughs> for the uninitiated, Burisma was filled with Russian loyalists. Their former CEO, Leonid Putikov, works for Putin. Zlatchevsky was part, uh, part of a former pre in government, which is a Russian cutout. How does that square with Joe in the Ukraine? Burisma was the only domestic energy company with fracking leases in the Crimea. Burisma had the Russian connections to keep fracking. Joe had the U.S. connections to offer money and expertise for one type of extraction in the Ukraine, quote unquote, unconventional, i.e. fracking. Imagine if Donald Trump did this or one of his sons. Right. And and all the liberals, they come out and they say, well, you can't use what about isms. Yes, we can. Because the what about isms are all about precedent. So we're not talking about what about isms. We're talking about violations of precedent. Right.
0: (sighs) Nothing to see here. This is a big nothing burger. Keep Um, (laughs) moving. Keep moving, everybody. (laughs) You know, Donald Trump was just indicted a third time. Um, It's that's much more important than the fact that our president might be tied to the Ukraine and the war against Russia and Russia's war against them. Pay, pay no mind to the man behind the curtain, ladies and gentlemen. There is uh, nothing to see here. Everything is fine. Everything's good. Hunter Biden's got his coke again. He's just having a good time before his trial, but they're not going to test him. Everything is good in this country. <laughs> You're so I, screwed.
1: I think you yeah, there. I sense a bit of cynicism in all of that.
0: <laughs> no, I meant every single word. Just I know it's it. Just call me Brian Krasenstein and we'll call it a day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> These people are so sickening. Yes, they are. So <laughs> sickening. How do you think how do you think it. this could change? What do you think has to happen?
0: Well, here's here's the good news. I think that the Whether it's public opinion, the gambits falling, you know, the pit in the pendulum, maybe we'll do a little Edgar Allan Poe here. Wow. Right. The pendulum has been swinging back and forth with the story about Hunter Biden now for years. And at the bottom of that pit, we have Joe Biden's presidency. And it's getting closer and closer and closer. And when that thing hits, Gavin Newsom's going to pop up and go, ta-da! Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think the writing's on the wall at this point. I think the presidency is over, and you'll have uh, Gavin Newsom running for president in 2024 as the Democrat candidate. And somehow this country will become more divided because this will be all Trump's fault and MAGA Republicans that investigated Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and ruined the most compassionate grandfather president we've ever had in our country. That will be the narrative. I don't know. I'm just seeing in my crystal ball here into the future. Mm -hmm. And it's all farcical because if you believe in a rule of law for Donald Trump, then you should believe in the rule of law for Joe Biden. If you believe that Donald Trump enriched his family during his presidency, and you think that's wrong, but you don't think it's wrong when Joe Biden's doing the exact same thing when he's a vice president, then something is wrong with you. And I would like you to go to your local hospital and get an EEG hooked up to your head just to make sure you still have some brain waves going. Every Democrat in this country, if you could just stop in, don't worry, you you believe in free healthcare anyway. I'm sure they'll just hook you up to the machine just to make sure you have brain waves headed. Because if you're not seeing this at this point in time, you're likely brain dead. And according to, you know, since you don't really have a right to life at that point in time, we can just pull the plug on you anyway. So that's kind of where I stand.
1: You bet. Gavin Newsom. I keep hearing rumblings about him, but I think you posted something or suggested something that he's got a bit of a fundraising campaign Um, going on, right?
0: Newsom is getting an absolute war chest together. So he's already uh, been using his emails to try to uh, raise as much money as possible. The Sacramento Bee reported just a few days ago, I think it was like two days ago. Um, yep. Yeah, just looking it up here that the amount of fundraising that he's seeing uh, is often used by potential presidential candidates setting up multiple committees that in their first three months have raised and spent millions of dollars. The thing is Gavin Newsom hasn't declared. So what is he doing raising multiple committees and multiple millions of dollars at this point in time? I mean, you could also be sarcastic and say, well, that's just how much it costs to live in California. And he's trying to set himself up. Yeah. But that's his own problem. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And then he just challenged uh, DeSantis to a debate and DeSantis has accepted and it will be aired on Fox News. What?
1: That makes no sense. Why would a, not DeSantis? I know you're not. But why would DeSantis say yes to, uh, to Gavin Newsom's debate? What the hell is that about?
0: Apparently, the only thing I can think of is DeSantis and Newsom have to have some type of backdoor deal right now where DeSantis is like, look, I got no chance of running for president with Donald Trump in my way right now. But if you and I take the headlines, then you and I can start uh, bringing people's awareness to the fact that there's these two alternatives. You don't have to have Joe Biden. You don't have to have Donald Trump. You can have DeSantis and Newsom. And so, uh, apparently, Sean Hannity is going to be the one that's going to host this. Mr. America himself.
1: You know how, the reason why you shouldn't trust uh, Sean Hannity is because he keeps wearing that CIA pin on his lapel. (laughs) Right there, it tells you that whatever he's saying to you is probably a lie. And he's a terrible broadcaster, by the way. I mean, I can give you how he broadcasts every single day. He brings on two people, he asks a question, and then he leaves to do a, get a drink or something like that Unless two people argue for 30 minutes. It's ridiculous. He gets paid millions of dollars to do it. Man, I wish I had that idea. Anyway, with Gavin Newsom and, and uh, DeSantis, I think there is some, like you said, I think there's some deal going on, but I also think it has to do with Fox itself because a Mm -hmm. headline came out yesterday that um, before Trump's indictment, apparently Fox CEO and I think the Fox president had a meeting with Trump and it was described as them practically begging him to attend the first debate. And apparently Trump did not say yes or no, one way or another. Uh, There was a story that came out uh, also yesterday, didn't reference that meeting with, uh, with Fox, but Trump came out and said that, I don't know if I should attend a first debate because the news media, they're going to be horrible. You've got a whole bunch of politicians on there. They're professional politicians. They're not stupid. But what good would it be for me to show up? If anything... I'm going to sit there and potentially choose a vice presidential nominee from, from that them. debate.
0: <laughs> I did a show on it um, well not a show but I mentioned it briefly. He's got a 37 point lead at this point in time. I put a yeah. tweet out about it too. He has no need at this point in time to do any type of debate. All it's going to be is about the charges and people piling on on him saying, "Oh well, none of us on this stage have three uh Indictments against us that right. are charged. Like, why are you going to step into that? He'd be a fool, and he's not a fool. He's not going anywhere near the debate stage because he doesn't need to. He's already got the nomination locked up.
1: And he's pulling a Biden, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just campaign from the basement. I'm just going to sit matter. in my
0: basement, sit in <laughs> Florida, and uh, maybe I'll go to some golf courses. I'll shake some hands, do some rallies, but there's no need for me to get questions from the people.
1: 81 million votes. No problem. Straight from the basement. <laughs> do, do,
0: do you think that there's anything to any of these Trump charges at this point in time? I mean, they, they've got him on so many charges at this point that in a regular year where it's not Donald Trump, it's a Richard Nixon or somebody. The, the, the American people would eventually go, you know what? This guy's a little bit cancerous. Let's just move away. Why is he the Teflon Don? He's the new you know, mob boss.
1: Because I think it's something that Dave Chappelle brought up in one of his skits. And that was when he was watching the debate with Donald Trump. And he basically, to sum it up, he said, do you want to know how I know Donald Trump isn't lying? It's because he's a billionaire and he told you flat out during the debate that he cheats and doesn't pay his taxes because you people wrote the code, the tax code. So I'm smart enough to take advantage of it and not pay any taxes on anything. That's how I knew Donald Trump was telling the truth about everything he was saying. It's hundred percent, right? They can't touch him. I don't think these things are going to go anywhere. This whole thing is meant to hinder him as much as possible. If they can find a friendly judge that would, you know, throw him in prison or whatever else, because I think that's what he's looking at right now. Um, then, that's fine because he's out of the limelight. But the problem is the last person that was thrown in prison like this wrote Mein Kampf. so, <laughs> so <laughs> maybe he's got, is he going to write another manifesto? Is he going to talk about that kind of thing? <laughs> but I think the whole thing is just election interference. And where, once again, where is everyone's outrage? They right. support him and they give him money. And They understand that this whole thing is nonsense, but where's the outrage? I sincerely wonder about that. Is it because Americans are just so burdened and overwhelmed? I mean, think about it. You had Trump fascism everywhere. Then you had Antifa and riots everywhere. Then you had COVID. And then you still had Antifa riots because COVID doesn't travel in Antifa riots. So you're safe to go to those. Uh, And then what else did you have? You had Biden, rising fuel costs, inflation, the Ukraine war. And now they're talking about, at least in New York, COVID making a resurgence.
0: I've heard that I don't know if you saw
1: that nonsense.
0: No, it's now I'm hearing people start to stoke the flames of everybody's getting sick this summer.
1: Really? Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Where? Oh, yeah. And they they are already rolling out the headlines, a 20% increase. Uh, with COVID. What does that mean? 10 people had COVID and now it's 12. Do
0: you see? Marianne <laughs> uh, Williamson just put out a thing that she wants everybody back in masks, that <laughs> we need to start taking COVID's resurgence seriously. I was like, congratulations on letting everybody know that you're the joke Democrat candidate at this point in time. God Even Joe Biden is off that talking point. What, what is
1: wrong with these people? I, I think they're going to push these, these climate lockdowns. To well, be honest with you, I think yeah. that's the next agenda.
0: Well, I just want to get back to Trump real quick before we hit yeah. our break. So the, the other thing about Trump is when you think about these charges and you're a jury, there's an assumption that Donald Trump, he was told that, hey, Donald, there wasn't anything wrong with this election. It's completely free and clear. And he decided to willfully tell everybody, nope, you're wrong. I'm going to willfully tell everybody the election was stolen. I'm going to do all this. Or you can believe that Donald Trump, the guy who says that it's fake news, it's fake media, truly believed that the election was stolen and truly believed that the people around him were deep state actors that were trying to sway him from what he was saying. But he really believed the words. Now, if you really believe the words, you have presidential immunity. There's no way they can find him guilty in this trial.
1: I I don't understand.
0: I think it's impossible. I really believe he believes the words. Now, whether you believe it or not yourself, that's up to you. I don't try to make other people's minds up for them, but I think that Donald Trump fully 100 believes that the election was stolen, that it was tampered with. And he, in his heart of hearts was trying to bring attention to it. You know, next week, uh, Chris, you and I, we're going to have a conversation about Michael Bednark because we're going we're to do this show on his uh, anniversary of his death. Michael Bednark would say that it's in the Constitution that it is our duty. You know, when we gave that Declaration of Independence, we now know that it's our duty to abolish or alter our government when so be it is the time. The individuals that showed up on January 6th, I say during during my uh, five-part episode next week, I, I talk a lot about how they were justified. If you look at the way our founding fathers wanted us to fight for our freedom, if you believe that the constitution has been violated, that the vote was not secure, then yeah, you're supposed to stand up and you're supposed to alter and abolish the constitution and the form of government that you have. That's a dangerous and scary thing to say, but it's valid. It's a hundred percent valid. Ugh, well, Why don't we take a break there? Uh, okay. When we come Sounds back, good. We got Cliffing. plenty to talk about. Obviously <laughs> we're, we're not at a loss for topics right now. Everyone uh, make sure that you check out the last call podcast with Chris Michaels. It's available on Spotify and everywhere where you get your podcast, make sure you're giving him a listen. He does uh, bite sized shows compared to kind of like my larger shows. He does these digestible 20, 30 minute pieces. You can listen to it while you take your lunch and it's always <sighs> A very good show. So, you know, I I Chris, it's my lunchtime show. That's when I listen. So yeah, you're like laughing at me as I say that to people, but that's a sincere, honest thing. I'm listening about chakras while I'm eating this week. And no, we get to that too.
1: I'm <laughs> laughing about you calling it a piece. Like it is. <laughs> it's a... How would
0: you like me to refer to your podcast for people?
1: Uh, it's find out the verbal diarrhea the uh, cerebral suppository whatever you want I don't
0: you care. too can take your lunch while having verbal diarrhea for 20 to 30 minutes <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great commercial for you Chris yeah
1: that's be- so <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, hey, we gotta cut to-
1: that for isolate that for me. I want <laughs>
0: <laughs> we gotta, to we gotta get to the break, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure that you're heading over to AmericaOutloud.com or you can check out all my colleagues' work, but most importantly, all the sponsors of the shows. They help keep the lights off at the America Out Loud Network. So give them your love and your support. That would be awesome. And we'll be right back. You're listening to America and Bolden with Greg Bolden and Chris Michaels here on the America Out Loud Network. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix Rx. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order.
1: Well, the OutLoud Truth was the rallying call that started it all. AmericaOutLoud.news was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk League. It's a fight for the soul of humanity.
0: Welcome back, Bold Americans, second half of the show with Chris Michaels here on America and Bolden with Greg Bolden. We are having a good time covering the recap of the week, and we hope that you're having a good time with us. The largest story that you probably haven't heard of broke just last week, but it's starting to make its way around the internet. And I'm sharing it on my Twitter page thinking that, holy crap, this is the largest thing that I could possibly think for people to get excited about. And my Twitter tweets about this are falling on deaf ears. So maybe if I talk about it on the show, you you can't, you know, put your earplugs in quick enough. LK 99 there. I said it. I said it before you could put those earplugs in LK 99 is a superconductor. Now superconductors normally need to be chilled at a, uh, Very low degrees in order to function. And as a result, they take immense amounts of electricity to cool them in order to get the results that you need. But there are these studies that are coming out now that we finally have figured out that LK99 is a small piece of synthesized semiconductor that will allow for no supercooling. This thing operates well above room temperature, meaning we could have floating trains with no friction whatsoever. We could redo our roads and have flying cars that float over top the roadways. We could use this technology to have free electricity using nuclear energy that is completely safe because there would be no cooling necessary in these coils, no additional heat outside of the uh, fusion process. Really, this is key to electricity to travel into changing the entire economy. So if you have not heard of LK99 yet, you can no longer say that you haven't heard of it. This is the holy grail of physics, ladies and gentlemen. And I believe that the fact that we're learning about this right after they talk about disclosure is not accidental. I think that this is ancient technology or alien technology. Chris Michaels, what are your thoughts?
1: Oh, 100%. When we were talking to John Warner IV, that was around the same time that Chuck Schumer introduced the UAP uh, Disclosure Act or some nonsense of 2023, whatever that, whatever that all was. And in that act, they talk about how they're creating a board to review technology that comes out that the government has now said Anything that could possibly be construed or actually is from an alien craft, an interdimensional craft, um, an underwater craft that we don't know exactly where it came from, uh, we are going to have eminent domain over it. In other words, they could just take it. And then that technology goes before a board. That board reviews it, the board being, of course, appointed congressmen and congresspeople that only have our best interests in mind. And they're going to determine whether or not the plebeians have the right and the privilege to have access to this kind of technology. I think that's exactly what this is, and especially mm-hmm. if you're factoring this in with two, with the World Economic Forum types, because then they are... Consolidating the car compartmentalized groups that have all been working on this kind of technology for the past century or more. So, when these groups introduce this into the system, the government takes it over and then hides it over, hides it again, just like water powered cars, right?
0: <laughs> so, Alex, yeah, Alex Kaplan, uh, who studied physics at Princeton University he actually put out a tweet. He said, today, I might have seen the biggest physics discovery of my lifetime. I don't think people fully grasp the implications of an ambient temperature pressure superconductor. And then he went on to say, here's how it could change our lives. Now, just to kind of make this kind of clear superconductors, they're able to levitate outside of a magnetic field. All right. So that's going to be important as I get to this. So he, he says, 100 billion kilowatts of electricity are wasted on the transmission losses each year in the U.S. alone. That's equivalent to three of our largest nuclear reactors running 24-7. Superconductivity enables lossless electricity transmission at high voltages and currents. According to the authors, the LK99 material can be prepared in about 34 hours with extremely basic lab equipment. They need a mortar and pestle, basic vacuum, and a furnace. And these results could be replicated within days and weeks. And just to add on to what Alex said there, North, uh, South Korea has already confirmed they have replicated twice since they published this paper, LK99. He then says nuclear fusion reactors rely on superconductors for plasma confinement. Modern designs use RBCO, YBCO superconductors cooled with LN2 or liquid helium creating a huge temperature gradient and challenging operation. Ambient superconductors enable a host of new reactor designs. Now, Chris, I'm not sure if you know this, but we are dangerously low on helium in the world in, on earth. Uh, there is a shortage. And when we have MRIs, we need massive amounts of helium for MRIs to work our oh. nuclear facilities. Number 5 superconductors might be the best batteries out there. Simply inject a current and keep it in the coil until you need it. Previously too costly to maintain, now totally feasible. Imagine a battery that cannot drain. That's a phenomenal uh, experiment there. Obviously you would pull from the battery, but it would not drain if it sat for, you know, Five years, 10 years. Your iPhone won't overheat when playing Subway Surfer with a YouTube video in the corner anymore because ultra efficient computer chips will have zero resistive losses during operation with superconductors. There's no need for cooling fans and the common ones, super cheap MRI machines, maglev trains everywhere, and super efficient electric grids. Basically, and he shows flying cars, he shows trains that are moving around. We're looking at back to the future too. You know, the hoverboard becoming huh. a reality. This is exciting.
1: What, what's it actually made out of, though?
0: So I, I looked to try to find like copper was part of it, but I'm not sure what some of the other parts were because uh, no one seems to be uh, publishing that right now. I'm going to go to the South Korea study uh, in just a few moments. You know what's, out.
1: you know, what is one of the most purest superconductors out there is graphene oxide. So they want to replace, at least this is what I saw, almost every single wire in the world with graphene oxide because it's thinner, it conducts more electricity, it allows more efficient transfer of electricity, mean, you don't lose the power as it moves through a network. So this is, this is incredibly interesting. And I still think they want to make sure this technology does not get out more than it already has. If, because what you're saying is, we don't have to worry about anything anymore. Nothing. We don't have to worry about coal. We don't have to worry about natural gas, fracking, and everything else you can think of. This would do it especially if it's tiny. Does it say how big it is anywhere?
0: Oh, it's very tiny. They showed a, um, showed a picture of it. And you're looking at like the, the size of a nail head that's able to float, but I'm sure they can make it nano as well. Um, so, it, it's, so I'm not able to find anything about the copper. So strike that. It might be looking at like how they did conducting before. Um, what I am seeing, it's a crystal. Uh, which oh. makes sense considering that they want to use this in chips and cell phones, because crystal is very important for all of that.
1: Wow. And, and so you said too, that it can hover outside of gravity.
0: Yes. So it should be able to hover uh, with any type of magnet, breaking the uh, magnetic field.
1: Wow. That's interesting. So, so
0: basically if you were able to put magnets along a roadway, You could just hoverboard or have a car that moves. You could put that material in a railway and put kind of like blockers on and your train would have no friction, reaching the speed of Mach 2 with no issues outside of the outside atmospheric pressures that are being put on the train.
1: That is interesting. That is super interesting because I'm also wondering about piezoelectricity. And if you manipulate a crystal, then you can get different energy from it and and all that stuff. That is interesting because that also <clears throat> allows for just trade to be completed that much faster. You don't have to worry about land. You don't have to worry about water. It doesn't matter. It's, it's almost like it can traverse any medium possible, right? Right. And if they're releasing this now, can you imagine the submarines that they have somewhere? Right. That, or worse, torpedoes. <laughs> That's crazy. This should be everywhere. So, so I have a little
0: bit here of information about what it's made up of, but I don't understand it because I'm not a scientist. Um, and uh, this is outside my pay grade. It says notably, LK99 superconductivity arises from minute structural distortion due to the slight volume shrinkage caused by Cu2 substitution of PB2 ions in the insulating network of PB2 phosphate. So I'd have to look up and I haven't prepared this for the show, but the CU two plus PB two plus and PB. And then in hyphens two phosphate to understand maybe how they're making this.
1: Maybe uh, it's two parts, peanut butter, <laughs> two parts, cucumber. I think that we're onto something with that.
0: I'm glad you're so. interpreting what these initials mean and not me. And a cylindrical,
1: uh, a, a superconducting quantum well. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, this wow. also this,
0: this could be an innovation of making quantum computing a reality and much cheaper and affordable. Um, and I've talked about quantum computing with you before too, because that opens up a whole can of worms as far as being able to do predictive analysis of what's about to happen into the future by using the quantum world. To establish all possibilities and most likely possibilities.
1: And I just read something today that they're experimenting with something called sentient. Um, I I have to find the uh, the tweet. But sentient is basically like a super AI that they want everything to be uh, run off of. And this would be this would be something along those lines. So don't, now let me ask you this question. Does this fit into the winner or loser of the week category? Yeah.
0: Whoever uh, discovered this is the winner of the week. (laughs) I don't even think we need to like debate this unless you really want to go up against it. LK99 (laughs) is by far the winner of the week. I mean, look, I just did a show on the wind turbines off the Atlantic uh, coast outside of New York, you know, up by Long Island area, all the way down through Cape May, New Jersey. And telling people that this is a waste of resources, this $1 billion, there's whales dying, dolphins dying. If LK99 is true, we will have the most efficient energy distribution that we don't need any of this wind farming anymore. We can revolutionize nuclear energy and create it so it's safe, it's easy for people, and it is highly effective unlike what they were trying to do in 2020 with the vaccine, it will be safe, effective, and quick. And, uh, this is just, this is a great discovery for mankind. It also makes me very nervous about what will the government do with all of this? And will we get to enjoy it? Because we should see faster boats. We should see, uh, faster planes. We should see faster land vehicles and safe within all of that. Um, this is the, the biggest thing since, um, white yeah. I mean, the invention of the, the light bulb. I mean, I don't know, like, this is this is a really big fucking deal. First, Joe Biden, when you need
1: them, don't talk about light bulbs. <laughs> we know, can't I buy incandescents anymore.
0: I know that's a perfect segue. The incandescent light bulb <laughs> is no more. This week, two days ago, you can no longer buy the regular light bulbs, which is a damn shame. Because the other light bulbs, as we covered last week on the show with Matt from Cultivate Elevate, they have FCC warnings on them because there is radio communications from LEDs and the uh, mercury that's going into the CFLs. So congratulations. You have given up your safety and your health because apparently we could not have a light bulb that blew up every so often had to be replaced, but lasted four years anyway.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or if you go up to Boston, you get that carbon filter light bulb that's been there for what, over a century? Still on, never turned off? What happened to those? Right. So your winner of the week was LK99, right?
0: Yes, it is. And
1: whoever did that. Okay, my winner of the week is I'm going to possibly, you know what, I'll just toot my own horn, me. Because the Epic Times has reported on what I said from day one new evidence suggests that mRNA COVID-19 vaccine transmission of aerosols by vaccinated to unvaccinated. In other words, the vaccinated are making other people be potentially vaccinated because this stuff sheds when and it's sheds th- sneezing okay. someone breathing down your neck. If you are, if you are, that's secreting. what Joe Biden's
0: doing all this time. Yes, he's just, if, he's just
1: vaccinating all the little kids. If you're secreting in the confines of your own room with a partner, then you are transmitting it that way as well. And it works through all mediums. In other words, you can sniff it, you can snort it, you can rub it on your face. You can.
0: I mean, it put it in sa- it's starting to redefine safe sex.
1: <laughs> and they okay. say, Down the the article, they kind of they don't want to worry people too much. So instead of saying like, uh, "Yeah, you may be experiencing adverse events just from being in the same room as these people," they say, "Well, the vaccines weren't effective anyway, so nobody has to worry about." Uh, getting covid and it's not like it worked in the first place because if the original vaccinated person still got covid then you can still get covid too like they left an out for big pharma to get back in there somehow
0: that's you know that's how mesothelioma worked isn't it i just love saying that word (laughs) (laughs) have you or a loved one been experiencing mesothelioma Gosh. Well, perhaps it's been aerosolized when people are sneezing.
1: <laughs> or or flatulence. Really? I mean, <laughs> come on. Not only do you get pink eye, but you possibly get an adverse event from. Yeah,
0: don't sleep on that pillow. <laughs> We're gonna come over to your home and uh, have flatulence and just to uh-huh. see you uh, see your, your little pink eye next time we do this show.
1: Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> no, no, no. So who's the loser of the week? Uh, So
0: I'm not sure you probably, you know, I know that you haven't listened to my show from yesterday yet because it dropped uh, at a time where there's no way you could have. Um, But are you familiar with the fourth PSYOP in the United States?
1: Is this the one where the Air Force takes over the propaganda and was possibly in charge of how we viewed COVID mandates?
0: Yes, but it gets so much worse than that so much worse. So I did a show yesterday where I highlighted this for individuals because I believe that this is hidden in plain view on a military website for everybody to be able to read. And I became aware of this because the United States Army Special Operation Command, they have the fourth psychological operations group, which go back to yesterday. I don't want to rehash everything, but for Chris, I just have to make him aware.
1: I did Um, listen. So
0: Okay. So they have (laughs) They have this commercial that they've been putting out where they're talking about how they are everywhere at all times, and you will not recognize them. And it uses a map of the United States as part of the example, meaning they're not just influencing the Ukraine, not just influencing Africa, where they have their bases, as I covered in Germany, they're also influencing Americans and they were vital in shaping the narrative because what they believe is that their uh, big uh, conduct is to influence the activities that target psychological vulnerabilities, create and intensify fissures, confusion, and doubt in adversary organizations. But then it got worse. They have an entire force underneath them. that's in South America, it's in the Indo-Pacific, it's in Europe, it's in Africa, it's in the Middle East. And they brag about being uh, the experts of deception. And in their commercials, they show you you know, that they really are hoping to deceive people, that they are overt in their methods. They use high-tech, low-tech, and no-tech. This here tells me that the biggest loser... Is uh, I got to find a way to shape that, uh, Chris. Who would be the biggest loser because of the fourth psychological operations group? Us?
1: I would think so. The biggest loser has got to be the United States citizen.
0: Yeah. So that is my biggest loser.
1: I'm glad I could help. Thank you. You know, you're really dropping the ball on these because last week you had help too.
0: You know, you had help. Yeah, (laughs) dude.
1: But no, think about this: it's the American citizen because now you have a military group that essentially is saying the United States is part of its combat domain. Because if you're having psychological operations like this, that means that they have jurisdiction over that area. I mean, it's it's the same nonsense that the CIA uses. Oh, uh, we only work outside of uh, the United States' boundaries. Oh, until we suspect there's somebody within the United States communicating with somebody else outside of the United States. So all of a sudden, the United States is now part of our jurisdiction or whatever you want to call it, combat zone. This is a horrible thing. That's almost like the, the constitution-free zones right. that border the United States. So if you ever live within 100 miles of a border, guess what? The constitution is uh, iffy. No, the the American citizen is the
0: biggest loser. Honestly, the, the constitution's iffy to begin with right now, (laughs) just add to that real quick. So there's this uh, person that I uncovered for the show yesterday, Lujan and Lujan is a thirst trap. Do you you know what a thirst trap is?
1: I am well aware. Yes. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just making sure, you know, so here she is. I'm showing you so you can see her very Uh pretty, right? She's got like these fake, um,
1: fake lips, lips fake on, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: She's actually part of the military. She's part of the Screaming Eagles, and she is uh-huh. psyop.
1: Uh huh. And I thought you we were going to bring Erica Marsh.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Just Lujan. but it's been confirmed. So now we have a psyop operation against our citizens to recruit them to war as well.
1: So here's something else. I I pay attention to a pretty fringe group on Telegram. If you look up all of these people that were part of the anti-mandate, anti-vax, pro-Trump movement, a lot of these people have ties to individuals like General Flynn, registered Democrat, 34-year spook. And a lot of these people have felonies on their records, like cat turd, I believe, right? And also... The women are usually bombshells that were either prostitutes or burlesque workers. Ron DeSantis met with a whole bunch of burlesque women uh, a couple of, I think, last week or a couple of days ago.
0: Was it in a school and did they document it in a library?
1: <laughs> and they were all drag. And drag then they went too. to
0: Disney and they did the whole parade. <laughs> but he wore his five-inch heels.
1: Oh, yes, exactly. So my my biggest loser this week is going to be Donald Trump because enough is enough. This guy is being persecuted for daring to go against the power elite in this country. And they don't want him there. And they won't stop until he drops out of the race, which is why I think he will never drop out of the race because that's his best legal avenue to get out of all of this stuff. Even if he loses the election, he can at least say, well, all of you people interfered, and now now you're in trouble. So the biggest loser this week is Donald Trump, and the just absolute sham this country has become. It's a banana republic. So my heart actually goes out to Donald Trump, whether you like him or not, because of this stuff, because it's idiotic.
0: Well, I guess that's... uh... I agree that it's idiotic, but I'm not sure that Donald Trump has done himself any favors by not just handing things over when they asked for documents. I'm not sure that he did himself any favors with the way he doubles down on things. Although I would agree that I don't believe we had a fair election by any means I don't believe it's the way that people believe we didn't have a fair election. I look at it as what we've learned over the last few years about election interference with social media, you are not acknowledging, if you don't believe there was election interference, you're not acknowledging the power of changing the human heart and human mind through PSYOPs, through propaganda. You're not acknowledging what Hitler was able to do. You're not acknowledging what Stalin was able to do. And you're certainly not acknowledging what the United States has been able to do. And so I I would stand with Donald Trump in the fact that I believe he understands that he had been up against a very wicked uh, plan to delegitimize himself as a president. And I just wish that maybe he had played the game smarter because some of the people that he surround himself with, have you seen Giuliani is now in major, major trouble. There's a tape of him sexually harassing uh, a person and um, calling her sugar biddies." Oh. <laughs> um, but <I'm, laughs> I have to censor myself for the show.
1: Um, hey, sugar.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and saying, give me my sugar biddies." I love my oh. sugar biddies. There are my sugar biddies.
1: Oh, I hope. I hope. Please tell me this. Please tell me this. That the hair color is leaking down the side of his head again. <laughs> <laughs> that the hair dye is just dripping off of him. Like the animal that we know he is after. Um, what was it? Uh, who's the guy that, um, that used to do uh, Ali? Oh, what was his name? Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes. Didn't he? Didn't he nab?
0: So he nabbed Giuliani, and I defended yeah, with an Giuliani. Girl,
1: right?
0: I defended Giuliani back then because I was like, "Oh, it's it's Hollywood, it's a movie and stuff." And people are like, "I shouldn't have," but now I'm seeing this. I'm just like, you know what? It's over for him. Yeah. Like once you have these audio recordings of him talking to her, and <laughs> he's in trouble at this point in time. I mean, he's he's quoted in the transcript. These ah! blessed belong to me. Nobody else can get near these. Okay. I don't care if they're flirting or they give you business cards. These are mine. You got it. Um, he also has a whole thing about Matt Damon. That is absolutely oh, this hilarious. Is
1: great. Oh man. I I'm going to this. Sa-
0: <laughs> I'm gonna save that for your show.
1: <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Send me that link.
0: I will. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, All right, everybody, we got to wrap this up. We've had a blast bringing you yet another weekly wrap up here on America Emboldened, with my great friend here from the last call with Chris Michaels podcast, which is available on Spotify and everywhere you get your uh, podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed the time left alone with us and gotten a little bit of information. Remember, LK99, make sure you share that with a friend, you know, not like Hunter Biden, share it with a friend, but just, you know, share the news with a friend. All right, everybody. (laughs) we'll be back next week to do another wrap up and I'll be back on Monday with an awesome week of shows. I am highlighting the legacy and life of Michael Bednark, the godfather of the constitution. A lot of people are unaware of just how big and a stalwart of the constitution that Michael was. He was one of the closest things that we had to a framer of the constitution. He did the research. He spent 18 years of his life tirelessly researching The many documents, the Federalist Papers, everything, and then compiling them in to a culmination of a book called Good to Be King. And you can get that book at Benaric.org. You can order it right there, or you can find it probably in a local bookstore. At this point, Michael passed away on August 11th of last year, two weeks after doing my show. And uh, you can listen to that episode on the America Out Loud Network as well, but we're going to honor him and we're going to teach you about the Constitution, from the perspective of Mr. Bednark, Rest in peace. Hope that we honored your time while everybody will be back. You've been listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden and Chris Michaels here on the America Out Loud Network. Be bold, America.